Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. So this is the final preseason update. Everything you need to know across all 20 teams, including results, form players, tactics and more. And to round the series off, I've put together a table for you all, which lists the most informed players in the league heading into game week one. That'll be covered at the end of the video, so stick around for that. There's useful content on this channel every week throughout the season to help you hit your rank target and win your mini league, so make sure you're subscribing. Scout's preseason page is one of the main resources I use for these, where you can find the fixtures and results, form players, including lots of information not included here, including minutes by player, set piece takers and new signings. There's tons of other perks included like the Rate My Team tool, player comparison, data tables and more. It's only a few quid per month as well, so give it a try using the link below. Starting off with Arsenal then, who have played twice since the last update, both won all draws with Monaco and then Man City in the Community Shield. Final lineups are generally a good indication of how a team's going to line up for game week one, and this was how Arsenal lined up for that one. Zinchenko hasn't featured at all in pre-season, however Timber's really impressed when playing a left-back. Havertz actually started up top against Man City, though Trossard once again had an impact off the bench, forcing an own goal which led to Arsenal winning on penalties. Saka, Arsenal's most informed player with two goals and three assists. Trossard's got three goals and an assist, and he is one and a half mil cheaper, but not necessarily nailed. Jez has picked up a knee injury and he will miss the start of the season. One goal, one assist for Martinelli, who is the best attacker after Sacco in my eyes. Erdogan's role can be a bit deeper on average in games where Havertz does start next to him. A good pre-season for Arsenal and great signings made. Their only loss was the 2-0 game to Man United. Arsenal are also looking to sign Raya from Brentford, but Ramsdale's spot will be secure. Could change further down the line. Aston Villa next then, and on the subject of Jesus' injury, Watkins has emerged as a popular pick for the same price. He's got four goals in pre-season, which could have been more if not for a missed penalty. He's been the standout performer at Villa, and this was how they lined up for the final match they played. New signing Torres has been getting plenty of minutes, though Conson might actually be the most nailed of the defenders, able to play in centre-back and right-back. Matty Cash has two returns in pre-season. Watkins is one player who should benefit from the new stoppage time rule, which will lead to games lasting longer. He's got an amazing engine on him, good fitness record, and he's averaged 3,100 minutes over the last three seasons. Bournemouth next, and we'll keep this one brief. No stand-up performers in pre-season. New signing Clover does have two assists. Solanke's got one assist. Christie has one goal and two assists, but he's not a feasible FPL option. Solanke was an unused substitute in their final game. Iriola said they decided not to put him on because if you feel anything's not 100% you don't take risks, might be carrying a minor injury. On to Brentford, who finished their pre-season playing Lille. 
Frank split his squad to play them twice, the first a goalless draw, which looked like the potential game with one liner, and the second team on 5-1. In the absence of Tony, Visser has been playing as a centre forward, very under the radar pick for 6mm, especially given the opening fixtures. Mbumo's playing in right wing for the most part, and he scored a penalty against Aston Villa in a 3 all draw. So Mbumo's on both penalties and corners, last season taking 70 odd corners. Flecken ended pre-season with his first clean sheet for Brentford. He's had an up and down pre-season, he has made some mistakes in earlier matches. Looks like he's no riot, but potential to come good still. Many of us are looking at Brighton given their great opening three fixtures, so here's the rundown. They ended pre-season with a one all draw, but don't be fooled by the result. Brighton completely dominated this one, they just weren't able to take their chances. 25 shots to Valicano's 4. Matoma blanked, but he did look very lively. João Pedro scored from the penalty spot, with Gross on the pitch. So 5.5 mil forward Pedro looks like an excellent pick right now. This is a great graphic from FPL Seagull on how they lined up for that final game. Beware Ferguson owners, Welbeck looks like he might lead the line in game 1, with João Pedro in just behind him. The Zerbi has remarked on rotation in pre-season, so we could be frustrated at times this season, particularly once European football starts with Brighton after game 5. Burnley finished pre-season with a 3-0 loss to Mainz, 7 games played in total. If Bayer is your formal defender of choice, then the good news is he actually scored against Betis, which was actually an Aldakil assist. Aldakil also a formal defender, perhaps a little more of a rotation risk, but he's been playing advanced in right wing back or inverted right back this pre-season. Rated highly among Burnley fans as a future star, still only 21 years old. No one else has leaped out in pre-season. 5.5 mil Rodriguez is on penalties for Burnley, but not a good option. João Pedro for the same price better. Chelsea have had an eventful pre-season. Lots of returns spread around. Nkunku, Jackson and Chilwell are the three standouts. Unfortunately, Nkunku injured his knee against Dortmund and he's reportedly out for a couple of months. This means Jackson looks completely null, but the question is whether he'll be worth it given they'll be weaker in attack. Many Chelsea fans feel that he won't be worth it without Nkunku. Not a bad punt for 7 mil though, and he has more returns than any Chelsea player with 2 goals and 3 assists. Chilwell's been taking up very dangerous positions, popping up in the box at times, shooting on sight, and he's been taking some corners from both sides. Very solid pick for 5.5 mil, and preferable to James right now. Gusto has impressed as well in right back, potential FPL gem if James gets injured. As he's thrown his name to the ring as a 6.5 mil midfielder who's looking difficult to ignore, another one who will benefit from the new stoppage time rule. He's played 90 every single match after Hodgson took charge last season. 6 goals and 2 assists in the 10 games under Hodgson. 2 goals, 5 assists this pre-season. He's on penalties. 4.5 mil Akamada has a goal and 2 assists, but he's a rotation risk, though he does offer more than the Canberra offensively. Anderson from Newcastle has performed the best of the bunch in the 4.5 mil bracket though, more on that later. When we look at the overall form table at the end, you'll see Eze's name right near the top. Everton have kept four clean sheets in pre-season. The forgotten man Calvert-Lewin started in their final game against Sporting and he scored their only goal which was a penalty. Two halves of football played across their final two games for DCL. Tarkovsky limped off in the second half against Sporting. Dyshetty thinks it's just a knock and wanted to be extra careful. We'll know more on Friday in his Gaming 1 pre-match press conference. If it's worse than feared then avoid the Everton defence, for example Pickford. New signing Jimenez scored in Fulham's final pre-season friendly, which was a 2-1 win over Hoffenheim, and he led the line from kickoff. Last season's 4.5mm here, Andreas got an assist that game, and new signing Bassi scored as well. 
Not much else to report at Fulham, so let's move straight on. If you do appreciate the effort that goes into each video, make sure you are subscribing. There's more content like this every game week this season. So on to Liverpool then. So much to discuss here. The most goals scored in pre-season across all teams. So Salah ends the pre-season with the most returns in the league as well. Two goals and seven assists. He's in around 23% of teams, which is almost a differential, which is crazy. Given the emergence of Xiao Pedro as a cheap forward option, a Haaland and Salah draft looks absolutely viable and could even be the best way to go. That Bournemouth game in Game Week 2 could propel you up the ranks if Salah outscores Haaland when City face Newcastle elsewhere. A word of warning though, Darwin was benched in Liverpool's final two matches, which could indicate another benching against Chelsea on Sunday. We've seen Zobislai and Robertson taking some corners in pre-season over Trent as well, so his appeal in that sense is a bit reduced. This is how Liverpool lined up for their final game. One concern I have with Trent is the space that he leaves him behind when he pushes up into midfield. Bayern exploited this on several occasions, leading to two of their goals, so I'm not convinced enough to spend the 8 mil on him myself. Although he's not all about the clean sheets, at 8 mil you won't expect a fair few, so it is still part of his appeal. And until they secure a defensive mid, it could be a recurring problem, unless Klopp makes tactical changes. The latest is that Liverpool's 45 mil bid for Levy has been rejected by Southampton. If you fancy the risk, then Diaz or Jota could be worth a go, but I'd rather spend the money on the likes of Martinelli for about the same price, or save your money on the quality in the 6.5 mil bracket. Luton finished their pre-season playing against the same opponent twice, the A and B team. Further news on the 4 mil defenders then. Bell started in centre-back for their final game, while Kabore was in right wing-back, so if you were on Bell, then make the switch to Kabore. Talisman Morris has three goals in pre-season, though given their away to Brighton and then a blank in game week two, he's in a void for now. Man City historically slow starters and have short pre-seasons. They did beat Yokohama thanks to a Haaland brace in particular, and then they beat Bayern, then they lost to Atletico and then Arsenal penalties in the Community Shield. The Arsenal game was a bit of a shake-up, this is how they lined up. Alvarez started that one, Foden was benched. De Bruyne came off the bench for his first involvement in pre-season and he assisted Palmer, who was City's only scorer. Haaland had a really quiet game, failed to register a shot or a touch in the box. He took 13 touches in total and he was subbed off at 64 minutes. However, let's not forget he blanked in the Community Shield last year and the rest is history. Based on what we've seen, you can absolutely make the case for Saka captaincy in Game Week 1 though. He looks the next best option. New signing Vardiol comes in at 5 mil for Man City, perhaps even has a chance of starting in game week 1 given Ake's carrying injury, but he's one to watch for now. Man City had the first game of the season on Friday, so make sure you are tuned into the deadline stream on this channel. Any early news we get on their starting 11 pre-deadline will be shared live. Man United's final pre-season game was a rotated side having played Lens the day before. Brashford scored in his final match against Darcy Lens, as did Anthony and Casemiro. So Holland comes in at 7 mil on FPL, although Man United have said it may be a few weeks before he's seen in action due to a small issue he sustained during pre-season training with his former club. Anana's done fine overall, though in the final game he was lobbed from distance. Overall he has been solid in pre-season though, still a good pick. Fernandes has played more advanced than Mount, and despite just the one goal he has been excellent, really good FPL pick, could be on for a 200 point season. Might even be a better pick than Rashford, but I've got both for now. Newcastle have had a busy pre-season. Out of seemingly nowhere, Anderson's been tearing it up with four goals and three assists. Howe said it's no coincidence though, behind the scenes he has been working hard on his fitness. He's only 4.5 mil in FPL. He's not nailed and Longstaff has just returned from injury, but given the form he's shown, he'll surely get some starts. Newcastle attack does look a bit unpredictable, so Isaac and Wilson best avoided in favour of other forwards for now. 
We could see Barnes in left wing and Isaac and Wilson competing for the striker spot, but we could just as easily see Isaac in left wing again. Perhaps the worst pre-season in the league goes to Nottingham Forest, who have failed to find the back of the net in their last four matches, conceding eight times over that run. Sorry for the reminder if you are a Forest fan watching this, they're a hard avoid on FPL. However, Forest have agreed terms of Turner from Arsenal, who is 4 mil on FPL. If this deal gets over the line before Gamic 1 and his team is updated on FPL, then Turner just might be the best 4 mil goalkeeper of them all. That's all I'm keeping an eye on as far as Forest at the moment. Sheffield United haven't had a great pre-season either, losing their last four games, one goal scored over that run. Another reason that Eze looks really appealing for Gemic 1. They're not the same defensively solid Sheffield United team we saw a few years back. Their top goalscorer in Dice left this transfer window as well, perhaps that's good news if you are a Johnston owner in Gemic 1. Could be a difficult season for United. Former defender Bulldog scored though. On to Tottenham then, and it's been a massive shake-up among the strikers recently. First it was Jesus and then Kunku's injuries, João Pedro's stock going up, and then the latest news is that Spurs have rejected Bayern's latest bid for Kane. As a reminder, for 1.5 mil less than Haaland, he scored just 9 points fewer last season. To add to the dilemma, Kane found the back of the net 4 times against Shakhtar. Sun's not impressed in pre-season unfortunately, the wingers seem to have been instructed to stay wide at times, but it is the fullbacks that underlap, as a consequence Udogi's one play is really impressed for 4.5 mil. Watch the highlights from the Shakhtar game and he was absolutely everywhere, edge of the box, inside the box, shooting, taking players on. He's an absolute baller and he was someone we talked about at the very start of pre-season as a massive differential, still only 1.1% owned, currently in my team. Madison's been playing very well too, 2 assists last match, if Kane does stick around then he'll be a gem for 7.5 mil. On to West Ham, disappointing 4-0 loss to end the pre-season but lots of positives overall. Bowen finishes with 6 returns in pre-season, which came in the first 3 games. Bournemouth away in Gamic 1, which is a reasonable fixture. Perhaps 0.5 mil too expensive though to be worth consideration. Mbumo Eze and Matoma are better picks in my eyes. 4.5 mil forward Mubama has 3 goals in pre-season. Looks the best of that price bracket. Perfect to stick last on your bench. Don't expect him to start any games, but he might get the most minutes of all the cheap ones, given Skmack has also left this transfer window. On to Wolves and then we'll have a look at the form table across all teams. We'll keep Wolves brief as there's not loads to discuss here. Cunha's got three goals, but again for 5.5 mil, João Pedro's the one. Doherty marks his return to Wolves with an assist, but again there's better 4.5 mil defenders like Udogi, Colwell and Henry. There were reports that Lopetegui's considering his position as Wolves manager due to lack of signings. Could be a good game at one for Man United home to them, all things considered. Let's have a look at the final table then, and I'll link to this below in the comments if you'd like a copy to save and have a look further. One thing we have to bear in mind is that in pre-season it does consist of varying opponent strengths, so doing further investigation is always beneficial here. One thing is clear here, it's becoming increasingly difficult to overlook Salah with 9 returns in pre-season, Joshua in 2nd here and Darwin in 7th, so we could see Liverpool firing again this season after struggling last year. Eze is another one who leaps out, 2 goals and 5 assists, Palace's talisman on penalties. Let us know in the comments who you think the best 6.5 mil mid is. Emerson's got the most returns of all defenders but he's a rotation risk with Cresswell so avoid him. If Kane doesn't leave Spurs then avoid Richarlison as well, who some people have been considering after getting 3 goals in pre-season. Chelsea have been doing well but I do wonder how they'll fare without Nkunku and I wonder he'll play in behind Jackson with him out injured, with both Mount and Havertz gone as well. Chukwemeka could make a late run as the best 4.5mm midfielder, but likely not nailed either. 
Later this week I'll be sharing my final Gimmick 1 team and we'll also have the return of the Expert Series. Hundreds of top all-time managers sharing their plans every week. Hit subscribe so you don't miss out. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.